Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. One of the greatest dribblers that the world has ever known is John Karate. He joins us here on the guest line from Orlando. John, hey, how you doing, man? Good morning. Good morning, Zaz. I expect you to be taping your ankles for that walk this year, man. You were a little looking a little rough and ragged and around the edges uh, finishing last year. Yeah, I learned a thing or two. So this time around, I, I think I'll be a little bit better prepared. Like one of the things I learned was you got to break the shoes in, not buy them the night before. <laughs> Come on, man. That's amateur hour for a man of yeah. your stature. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, so, hey, you know, I wonder, I wanted to ask you about this real quick, uh, and we're going to play Big Deal, Not a Big Deal with Karate in a few minutes here. He's going to play our game with us today. But before we get to that, uh, Amber and I are trying to figure out, okay, you're John K. Karate, okay? So we are trying to guess your middle name. Are you willing to tell us, but first we want to give our guesses? Like, it's not a secret, right? No. Okay, all right, so Amber. uh, I can't believe you're intrigued. So, Amber, give give your guess. Go ahead. Okay, so I had guessed that it is John Kenneth Crotty or John Kimball Crotty. Okay, and my guess was uh, that your middle name was Kelvin. <laughs> what is the correct no, answer? Just, can we just keep it simple and call it Kevin? How does that work? Kevin. Yeah, all right. all right. All right, there you go. John Kevin Crotty. Excellent. So, I don't know if you saw Alvin. this. I love it. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this story. Would you, Amber, would you say Kimball? Kimball or Kenneth? Kimball. Kenneth. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Maybe you pass that yeah. along to your daughters yeah. one day, maybe for a grandchild. Kimball Karate, you know? I don't know. All right. Yeah. So yeah, anyway. Keep the alliteration going. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if you saw this story a few days ago on ESPN.com. Baxter Holmes wrote it, okay? And the idea was just about the travel with today's NBA players. And the idea that uh, it's not healthy, the, uh, the, the, the current travel, sleep deprivation in particular. And there were some quotes from a bunch of players. Tobias Harris was quoted just that he thinks this is going to be a story one day uh, where it's, it's affecting players down the road health-wise, sleep deprivation. And that kind of stuff always makes me think of, of not you in particular, but the stories that you used to tell me about the way that you guys used to have to travel. I mean, because now you travel with the team again since you're doing television, and man, like you must think it's the lap of luxury these days compared to when you were a player, right? Well, look, I, I had the um, – so I retired. I finished playing about 14, 15 years ago. So when I first started, it was strictly commercial travel. There were no private planes. So for about three years, I flew commercial only. And that's a totally different animal than what's going on now with the private planes. And, and, and I experienced that for the latter eight part, eight years of my career. It's much healthier to fly um, on the private planes. And you're leaving right after the game, typically, when you're really wound up and you're getting into the next city where you're kind of winding down and able to get into your hotel room and go to sleep and you wake up in that city. And, you know, formally for years, um, the players that flew commercial, it was, you know, really difficult because if you had, as an example, a back-to-back, you would have to get up according to league rules and take the first flight out the next morning 
um, to get to that city. So that would mean typically a four to five o'clock wake up call, put your bag outside the room. The bell guy would come by and take it. You'd get on a bus and you'd be taking like a seven o'clock, six thirty, seven o'clock flight to the next city, right? To allow any issues of delay, um, you know, to get there. So you're getting into the next city. And again, you're, you're in, you're sitting in the, in the, um, you know, departure lounge like everybody else. So guys who are star players, you know, people are coming up to them all the time. They, they really didn't have any mechanism to shield themselves. And, um, you know, we would get into the next city typically at 10 o'clock in the morning and you're just absolutely exhausted because you were wound up from the night before you couldn't go to sleep. Then you got to get up super early and, and then you're getting in and you're kind of crashed out and you got to play that night. So, I mean, look, I, I, I couldn't agree I couldn't disagree more with with you know what what he what he's saying or what they're saying. I, I think it's much healthier now. I also think guys used to go out after that first game on a back to back, and you know that leads to you know other you know a complete you know other issues that, that go on late at night, and then you're waking up the next morning at the same time and, and doing it all over again. So um, you know at least this way, everyone's getting in safe and sound and you know not going out after the game and and i i i, I just think it's much better look the challenge the, the biggest challenge in of, of what we do um and and from a player perspective is the travel i think it's 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 tough it's tough but it's much easier now in my opinion we got uh john kevin karate joining us here the heater playing the magic tonight of course you can catch him and eric reed 6 30 heat live tonight i get it going here on the radio with the jet blue vacations pregame show at six o'clock you played with Alonzo Mourning, okay, your year with the Heat, 1997, and I've been making this comparison for a little while now. I think Jimmy Butler is new Alonzo Mourning. I think there's a, a, a huge correlation there just as far as being an extension of the organization, an extension of the head coach on the floor. Uh, what do you make of that comparison, especially considering you played with Alonzo? Well, look, Alonzo was so incredibly fiery, and, and which is rare for a bigger player to play with that much emotion and um, you know, he, he took a lot of, I, I think he, you know, had a bit of a chip on his shoulder, obviously at times. And he really took that onto the court and, and played with, with such heart. Um, and, and, you know, I think that's, that's, you know, was his strength. That was his fuel. And, um, you know, it really was contagious to the rest of the team. He really wore his emotions on his sleeve. And, um, you know, I, I think players respected how hard he played. Uh, I, I know I certainly did in his work ethic. You know, look, Jimmy Butler comes in with with that kind of, um, you know, reputation. So right now, I, I think everything's going along well. Uh, obviously, you know, you want to see him continue to get the reps. And you know, as as you know, there's bumps in the road along any NBA season. And I think a lot will will be flushed out. You know, when those situations happen and how Jimmy responds and how he's able to, you know, hopefully get the respect of the players quickly and, and you know, and be a leader both on the floor and in the locker room. Finally here, John, and then we'll, we'll get to our game real quick here. We'll do big deal, not a big deal with John. Uh, Tyler Hero, okay, I would imagine that you are not terribly surprised with what you have seen these first few preseason games from the kid because I remember talking to you over the summer you saw him in person, Las Vegas Summer League, and you you loved what you saw right from the get-go with him. Yeah, I, I was impressed with just how um, multidimensional his game is. I think people try to put a label on him as a catch, just a catch-and-shoot guy, um, and he's he's much more than that. I mean, he, he absolutely can shoot it, and we've seen that. And, uh, you know, 
um, as referenced as, as early as the last game where he goes six for six right off the bat. But it's not just catch and shoot. He can put the ball down on the deck. He can pull it back and shoot a, um, you know, a fadeaway pullback type jumper. Then he can put you on a yo-yo, so to speak, and, and continue going to the rim and finish at the basket. He can shoot an in-between runner or floater. He's got a very mature game for a young guy who only played one year in college. I think the other thing that stood out, stands out and has stood out to me from uh, even seeing him in Las Vegas was he played point guard in high school, and you can see it. I mean, he has the ability to handle the ball in transition. He's making good decisions on the move. That is not normal for a guy who's not accustomed to playing that position and being asked to do it. I mean, he's doing it against you know the fastest, uh, longest athletes in the world, and he's understanding the spacing and how to set guys up. That's very, very difficult to do for a young player. Um, so that's impressed me as well. So what, what, what makes it um, at the end of the day is it's very hard to guard him because he can do multiple things very well, and that's exactly what you know the Heat want, players of that, of that caliber. All right, let's play our game with John Crotty. Give us our big deal, not a big deal music. Let's hear it. Come on now. All right, John, so I'm going to throw out topics, and you're going to tell me if it's a big deal, not a big deal, and why, okay? All right. All right. So I'll start in your wheelhouse here. Jimmy Butler, we were just talking about him. Jimmy Butler, he compared himself to Banksy. You Do you know about Banksy, John Crotty, the artist? No. Okay, so Banksy's that famous artist who goes around and nobody knows who Banksy is. Nobody knows that Banksy's a man or a woman, and he does street art, and it sells for, like, gajillions of dollars. Jimmy Butler told Hote Living, you may not understand why I do what I do or who I am, but that's what you're going to get. It's like a piece of art. I'm not saying that I'm a piece of art, but it's like a Picasso he ends up comparing himself to. He says, what I'm saying is that some people don't understand a Picasso, but you have to take the damn Picasso anyways because it's a Picasso. I think I'm that way. And he said, I'm not a Picasso, though. I'm more like a Banksy. So Jimmy Butler has compared himself to Picasso. He's compared himself to Banksy. Big deal, not a big deal. Not a big deal. Okay. And I'll tell you why. I think he just, I think he stands on his own merit. I, you know, I, I can't, you know, that the description to me between, uh, you know, Picasso and Banksy, what have you, notwithstanding, he's just, he's the real guy. I mean, he's a four-time all-star. He's an all-defensive player. He doesn't need to compare himself to anybody. He's just, he, he, he's the guy. Good answer. Good Jonah, start to the game. Jonah Hill. He is no longer in talks to be the villain in the next Batman after talks broke down, negotiations broke down. Is that a big deal or not a big deal? Are you a superhero movie man? Um, I don't think it's a big deal. I think they'll find somebody else who steps in. I yeah, I, yeah, I like those types of movies. And I, look, that's a, that's a it's a great role, but they'll absolutely find someone who will step in there and, and do a great job. You're good at this it's game. A desirable role. You're good at this game. Go ahead, Amber. Andrew. Andrew Bogut. He me last night. me last night. Go ahead. Andrew Bogut. He called out LeBron James, or it seems like he did, anyways, over his uh, over LeBron's apparent hypocrisy over the China situation. Andrew Bogut tweeted out, "Everyone is for the cause." In quotation marks, until the cause costs them money. Of oh. course, Andrew Bogut was LeBron's teammate. Tread at one lightly point. here. Tread lightly, Crotty. Big deal or not a big deal? Yeah, look, I, I mean, I think the whole thing is a big deal. Uh, when I say uh, this particular, you know, tweet to me is, 
you know, part of the overall problem, you know, or overall issue, it's a big deal. I mean, it's it's something that uh, you know everybody's talking about, and it's a it, it's a you know an alliance that is bringing a lot of money, um, you know, to the NBA, and it's it's a hard road. I, I think Adam Silver's done uh, you know a pretty good job of, of trying to address this, and you know, look when we're going into other countries, different countries have different customs and different uh, cultures, and you know, ours is ours can be very different at times, and I think that's the case here. Give karate one more, Amber. Oh, only one more. Yep, one yeah. more. One Five dollars, karate gets you a burger and fries at TGI Fridays every day through the beginning of November. Is that a big deal or not a big deal? Are you a TGI Fridays kind of guy and a burger kind of guy? Huge deal. Huge deal. Love it, Amber. No, I, I love a good hamburger. Glad to hear TGI Fridays stepping up in a big way. Thanks for giving me one that you know had a real big deal, you know, type mentality to it. Excellent job, Karate. You won the game. You knew exactly how to play. We appreciate your time, man. Have a good broadcast tonight. You got it. All right. Thanks, guys. See you, take John. Care. All right. Take it See easy, man. Bye. Right, there you go. John Karate. A big winner in Big Deal, Not a Big Deal. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.